am a fruit. I am a bird. I am also a person. What am I? You ready for the answer? A kiwi! Hello everybody and welcome to Starting Sustainability episode 48. I am your host, Kaylin Chenoweth. Woohoo! We only have two more episodes until we hit episode 50 and I have something so fun planned. I'm so excited and I'm going to be recording that episode this Friday night. In case you haven't figured it out yet. I usually record these episodes about a week or so early. That way it gives me time to edit them and add in the music and upload it to the servers and the website and the Facebook group and all that stuff. So anyways, last week was my birthday. Wednesday, September 23rd was my birthday. And I usually record podcasts on Tuesdays. (laughs) So I recorded the whole Tuesday episode. And then the very next day was my birthday and went, oh, should have waited today. That's all right. I'll just do it on the next episode. So here's the next episode. And if you saw on the Facebook group, I posted on my birthday, hey, today is my birthday. And in honor of that, please take a sustainable action today and post it in the comments. And it doesn't have to be a new action. All actions count bonus points for pictures. And I got such a wonderful response. It was the best birthday gift ever. It was so much fun. I'm going to share all of the sustainable action that was taken that day. Cheryl collected rainwater and planted a new tree, and she was watering the tree and her vegetable garden with the rainwater. Megan collected plastic bottle caps and donated them to a school that upcycles them into park benches, which is a super cool program. Liz shared a picture of her daily travel mug and water bottle, both very sustainable and reusable. Angela said that she was taking her empty yogurt container home from her packed lunch so she can recycle it instead of throwing it away. And I responded, I do that every day. (laughs) Amanda mentioned that she packed her lunch that day using reusable Ziploc bags. Fantastic. Jessica posted that 90% of her daughter's clothes are hand-me-downs and that she's probably only bought her maybe 10 outfits in total in the last two and a half years, and that they pass on almost all of her clothes to a cousin, even the stained ones for play clothes. And of course, she submitted a picture of her beautiful little daughter. Dawn shared that she keeps real silverware at work, and she uses that at lunch instead of the plastic throwaway that is available. Sandy posted, We reuse our egg cartons and those of our friends and families to share eggs that our chickens lay. And then she submitted a picture of the eggs. So these are headed home for a refill for a coworker today. Perfect. Jessica shared, I bring my own water bottle with reusable straw. I make coffee at home with a reusable K-cup. My coffee also comes in a metal can, bonus points. I cook at home and bring lunch to work. Any waste I have that's recyclable, I bring home to recycle. I also drive a hybrid. Funny thing is, This all seems so insignificant and just habits to save money until I started researching and found your podcast. So I have stepped up my game and I am being more conscious of my life. So thanks, Kaylin. Well, thank you, Jessica. I'm glad that I could have such a positive impact. See, this is why my birthday was so amazing. These are great. Raduka shared that she started vermicomposting. And of course, I replied, what is vermicomposting? (laughs) Can you please explain? I'm intrigued. She responded, It's a fancy way to say composting with worms. (laughs) Ah, see, now we all learned something new and we can start saying that and sound extra smart. 
Emily shared that she had to get new scrubs of a specific color for her new job, and she found a friend to give her a pair since she is no longer working there. And she's getting another through Facebook Marketplace instead of purchasing brand new, especially since her job is only going to be three months long. Emily, by the way, that's my niece who is a nurse. We've had her on the podcast before. Her three-month job is COVID testing. So hats off to you, Emily. Way to stay brave. Alex shared that she bought a crate for her puppy pre-owned and pre-loved today. And I said, congratulations on the puppy. Where are the pictures? And she goes, yes, thank you. Rescued from Mississippi. And she submitted cute, adorable photos of her puppy. Valerie shared that she makes aprons from men's ties. And she will also make what she calls a mealtime cover-up because adults don't wear bibs. And they are scotch-guarded, so all you have to do is wipe them clean. Valerie is a friend of mine who works in a senior home. And she does not like taking the elderly residents and putting gigantic bibs on them when they lose their coordination and function and spill. So she'll make these very beautiful cover-ups out of old dress shirts and she'll put necklaces and ties on them so it looks like they're still wearing a shirt and it gives them more dignity. I think that's fantastic work, Valerie. Keep it up. David shared, what a great way to celebrate a birthday. Alas, yesterday was a day when I didn't feel like doing much of anything, but at least I could be stingy with using water Add much more to my recycling containers than trash cans, etc. I made pancakes from scratch and homemade honey cinnamon syrup for supper, if that counts for anything. I said, yeah, that totally counts. <laughs> Gabrielle shared, we have the same birthday. Happy birthday. And I was gifted some sustainable activewear from the brand Tala or Tala, T-A-L-A. So awesome. Happy belated birthday to you, Gabrielle. Jessica was the last one to comment. Check this out. She opened a low-waste shop this past weekend in Dunedin, Florida, with delivery options to the Tampa Bay area to make it easier for everyone to reduce the reliance on single-use plastics. Wow, that is fan-flipping-tastic, Jessica. Way to go. That is really, really cool. It is called, she put a picture up, it is called Resupply Market. If you are in the Tampa Bay area, or if you're going to be vacationing to Florida and you're going to be in the Tampa Bay area, Dunedin, Florida is where her shop is located. Be sure to check it out. Support local small businesses. Thank you again to everybody for all the birthday wishes. And thank you so much for sharing all of your sustainable actions that have been going on. I love hearing about it. Please continue to share your stories on the Facebook group. It's so wonderful. Another thing that I've been doing is I have been watching Queer Eye Season 5. That has been out for quite some time, but I'm just now getting around to it. I'm a little busy. <laughs> Anyways, season five, episode five, it's called The Anxious Activist. And it's about a girl named Abby who is very passionate about climate change and is quite an activist. And she's younger. She's 18 or 19. I don't quite remember. Anyways, the Fab Five, the five guys on the show, they help her with her self-care, wardrobe, cooking skills, and she's vegan. And they help redecorate her house, which is also the workplace with a whole bunch of other people. And they did it all with a focus on sustainability. So all of the clothes were from a vintage store and they were pre-loved. All the furniture was used and repurposed. Self-care was all vegan and sustainable products. It was a really, really cool episode to watch. And now I have a bunch of tips on how to be stylish and have a beautiful put together home while being sustainable at the same time. And you can too, if you watch the episode. 
The other big news that I found out about this week, I don't really know when it was announced, but I just now found out about it, is the Amazon Climate Pledge. So Amazon will make it easier to buy sustainable products with their new climate label. Amazon is launching a new environmental program called Climate Pledge Friendly, and that will label certain products that meet one of 19 certifications for sustainability. So it's not going to be all 19 certifications, but it will have one of them. The goal is to help climate-conscious consumers make a better decision about whether to buy one product over another by letting them know when a brand has made an effort to reduce its carbon footprint. Amazon says that more than 25,000 products should now display the program's label. Selections include grocery, household, fashion, beauty, and personal electronics, and a range of other categories. Once I read that, I immediately went and checked it out. I went onto Amazon and searched for shampoo bars. And when the search results came in, they had a symbol, which is a green hourglass with wings on it, and it states climate pledge friendly. And then when you click on that little hourglass image, you can learn more. And it states, quote, we partnered with trusted third-party certifications and created our own certification to highlight products that meet sustainability standards and help preserve the natural world. We are committed to building a sustainable business for our customers and the planet, end quote. Then there was this video to click. And here's basically what the video says. Climate pledge friendly products are clearly labeled in shopping results. Check. Yes, I tested that out. Have additional sustainable information on the product page. Also true. And a feature in a dedicated section of the store. Oh, I did not go and check that one out. <laughs> Sorry, I forgot to do that one. The climate pledge friendly label signifies that products have one or more sustainability certifications that help preserve the natural world. Compact by Design, which is an innovative Amazon certification that is part of the Climate Pledge Friendly Program, encourages brands to design products with increased efficiency and better packaging. By removing excess air and water, products can become smaller and lighter, which makes their shipment more efficient. At scale, this can lead to significant carbon emission reductions. So keep an eye out for the Climate Pledge Friendly Badge as Amazon works to add even more certifications to help you shop more sustainably. So you can definitely go and watch that little video. It's probably going to sound a whole lot better than how I just read it to you now. So of those 19 certifications, a product is going to get a certification if it meets one of these criteria. It's using safer chemicals, fewer resources, they reduce their carbon footprint year after year, products have less air, water, or packaging, Products are made with safer materials, responsible processes are used, energy efficient, fair trade, ethical, support farmers, responsible forestry, they're made with at least 50% recycled content, they're made in safer workplaces with reduced environmental impacts, products are made with at least 95% organically grown materials will also get a certification, and products using sustainable farming methods or wool from farms that support animal welfare. A lot of different things. So way to go, Amazon. For a long time, Amazon was boohoo bad, and I even got criticized for recommending Amazon to purchase sustainable products at one point. But we're all trying, and are we going to be perfect? No. But I do respect Amazon for recognizing that because of the coronavirus, Amazon is super duper busy and very, very popular right now. So I'm glad that they are putting in a really good effort to try to make things more sustainable within their company. 
and to make sustainable products easier for people to find. So don't be so angry at Amazon. They are trying. Now on for the main part of the show. Today we're going to review my 2020 bucket list. Let's face it, 2020 is not at all what we thought it was going to be. A friend of mine actually took a drink of spoiled milk the other day and spit it out and yelled, that tastes like 2020, which is really funny, which is why I had to tell you about it. <laughs> and now you can use that the next time something tastes bad in your mouth. Anyway, there are only three months left, and I actually meant to do a mid-year review and completely forgot. Oops. <laughs> so now we're going to do a three-quarter year review. Let's all pull out our bucket list that we made at the beginning of the year, right? You made one, right? Still not too late. You can still make one. We're going to pull them out and check on them and see how we're doing. Where are we on our goals and what still needs to be done? I pulled my list out here on my phone because that's where I keep my list because otherwise I'm going to lose it. So for my 2020 bucket list, I wrote down a 31 day challenge, which is actually a couple's challenge. It's not that we, were, we weren't really having any problems in our marriage, but it's something that we like to do. We like to do something year after year that helps us work on our marriage and keep it strong. And so that was what was selected. What we chose this year was the 31-day challenge. We bought the books and we read chapter one. We did day one and we have not done anything since. However, my husband did purchase dancing lessons for us for my birthday. It's the living room dance lessons. And that has been quite fun. And to me, that is bringing us closer together as a couple. So I did not achieve the 31-day challenge. I still have time. I could do it. But I think I might swap it out with the dancing lessons instead. We also wanted to travel to a new state, which we did. We made it to Alabama. So I got to check that off my list. And we actually went to Kentucky Kingdom this past weekend in Kentucky, believe it or not. <laughs> so that was a fun amusement park that we got to go to. I wanted to accomplish four house projects, which is a repeat from the 2019 bucket list, created a bedroom for my son Colt. It was a big open loft, so we enclosed it in, put up a wall and a door. Check, got that done. We updated the floor and the upstairs of the house, at least just the hallway area, because the carpet was pretty awful, not to mention our dog and cats have done quite a number on that carpet. It was gross to begin with, and they made it way worse, so that just sped up that project. So we at least redid the hallway flooring. And we have a really crazy, bizarre front entranceway. The previous owner of the house put up some weird sand and epoxy mixture and made a fake brick pattern, except for it's very wild and loud. So we painted over that and now have a very nice, beautiful, light gray entranceway that doesn't make you feel like you're in a carnival fun house. So far, we have three out of the four house projects done, but I still got three more months. It was a personal goal of mine to get back into shape after having my baby, which I did, and I worked very, very hard at that. I was doing workouts every single day. I don't know if you guys remember, but I was having a lot of pain in my back and my legs, and I spent the last month of my pregnancy basically sitting down in a wheelchair, and I felt very weak and out of shape. So I had to do a lot of stretching and strength training and kind of get back to being in a healthy physique with strength and endurance and flexibility. It's pretty much going downhill for everything else on the list. Thank you, coronavirus. I wanted to have a swap party. Not happening with coronavirus. I wanted to participate in an obstacle course. So far, they've all been canceled because of coronavirus. 
I also wanted to have one room completely zero waste and I have picked the bathroom and I was analyzing that the other day. I was looking around at it and I was thinking, man, there's still a lot of waste products in here like shampoo bottles and lotion bottles, but I am very proud of the fact that I have not purchased any of those items this year. Everything that is considered waste that is still in the bathroom, it was there prior to making this resolution. So in the year 2020, I've not purchased any disposable throwaway bathroom items. I am still finishing up old ones. So I'm still going to call that a win. Even though it's not completely zero waste, it has been significantly reduced. And once I do finish up those products, or my husband finishes up those products, I know exactly which products I'm going to purchase to replace them that will be sustainable. I also wanted to start composting this year and I have not done that yet. And I don't know why that is so intimidating to me. If you are an expert compost person and know about this, please reach out to me. Let's do an interview and make an episode about composting for me and for everybody else in Ikkyo Nation to listen to. And maybe that will help convince me to jump on the composting train. I also wanted to get a temperature controlled bidet sprayer and to get my husband to try it. I have not done that yet. <laughs> However, the temperature-controlled ones are a little bit more expensive. I do have one currently. It's just very cold. I wanted to get a temperature-controlled one, and then coronavirus happened. So at first, I had maternity leave where I had a nice reduction in pay. And then when I returned to work, I continued with a reduction in pay because of the coronavirus. And I'm still at reduced pay. <laughs> so we're not doing frivolous spending right now. That one is probably going to go on my Christmas list, and I will hope that that comes through. I also wanted to use all reusable gift wrap and furoshiki all this year. So anytime that it was somebody's birthday, anniversary, Christmas, anytime that I need to buy somebody a gift, I wanted every single time to use reusable gift wrap. I'm trying to think if I've done that. To be honest, I haven't really kept track, but I really think that I have. I'm trying to think of any gifts that I purchased for people, and all of the wrapping has been. It's either been a bag that I had already. I didn't go out and buy one. It was a bag that was given to me because of a birthday or Christmas in a past, and I always save those bags. Or it was a cloth bag, or it was wrapped up in a blanket or a beautiful sheet tied with ribbons. So I, I think that I have done that, and I'm pretty proud of myself on that. My husband and I both put together this bucket list, so this next one is his. He needs his journeyman's license, and he has made it a goal to get his journeyman's license this year. So he has signed, I guess the way it works out, he has to sign up for two exam dates and then they will pick and choose which one he gets. So it's November 10th and December 8th. It might be November 8th and December 10th, whichever one. <laughs> so he signed up for those two. We have not heard back yet. But he has been studying. Fingers crossed that finally happens for him. And my last one is I want to podcast for another year and I'm right on track. I think that one's going to come to fruition by the end of the year, which is awesome. So that's where I am on my bucket list. How are you doing on your bucket list? Don't forget, there are still three months left to accomplish your bucket list. And guess what? As I've said probably about five times by now, we still have three months left to accomplish your bucket list. And guess what? If you don't do it all, it's going to be okay. You still have time. You can also modify it and change it. You can add stuff to it. 
and you can change the goal date. So it might not be the end of 2020, it's just going to transfer onto your bucket list for 2021, and that's okay. Nobody's holding you accountable. Don't feel like a failure. These are meant to be fun, motivating goals to help you with your personal life, your sustainable journey, your work career goals, family, all of that stuff. Don't be overwhelmed and don't feel like 2020 ruined everything. There's still hope and there's still time. I have some final announcements before I go. The first one is my media marketing manager is no longer able to volunteer to help out with the Instagram. So I'm happy for her and for all of the new opportunities that are coming her way. However, if you or someone you know would like to volunteer, please reach out to me. That would be great. Also, I've had a secret and I was trying to keep it so that way I could surprise everybody, but I have just been failing miserably left and right. This is hard. <laughs> and I'm laughing not because it's funny, but because it's so frustrating and I don't know what else to do at this point. I want to create merchandise for the podcast. And it is important to me to support small businesses and recycle and repurpose materials in order to do that. I did a bunch of searching on Facebook groups and Etsy and talked to a whole bunch of different makers. And I finally found a lady who repurposes fabric from clothes and sheets and all that stuff and turned them into makeup wipes and cloth napkins and more. And I talked to her for about three weeks back and forth. We had it all lined up and I was going to be launching it in two weeks with the 50th episode. It'd be a great, wonderful surprise. And then on Friday, she backed out and said that it was going to be too much for her. She couldn't handle it. She's got stuff going on in her personal life. And that's okay. And I'm not upset. That's fine. So now, <laughs> since Friday, today's only Tuesday. So for the last four or five days, I have been doing it all over again recasting the net, reaching out to people on Facebook and Etsy, and I finally found another person who was intrigued and could do it, and then it turns out she lives in Scotland. So that's going to kill me in shipping. <laughs> that is also not going to work out. So again, I'm placing a call of action for help to all my Ecovengers out there. If you live within a reasonable shipping price range, you have moderate sewing skills, a passion for saving the planet, and you want to make some extra money for a side hustle, again, reach out to me. <laughs> Can I sew the items that I'm asking for? Yes, that's how I know it's a moderate skill level. Do I have time to sew all these items? No, no, I don't. That's why I'm asking for help. How do you reach out to me? I say it every single episode, but I'm happy to say it again. You have multiple options. You can email me, Kaylin. K-A-Y-L-I-N at startingsustainability.com. You can reach out on the Facebook group, Starting Sustainability. You can private message me there. We do have an Instagram. However, nobody is running that account right now. So maybe we should put a pause on that. Maybe don't, don't reach out to me there yet. Oh, and then there was one more thing before I let everybody go. This weekend starts hunting season. Please pray for my husband. He is spending so much money on licenses, tags, and gear. He does this year after year, and he never gets an animal. Please pray that he stays safe during the hunting season. He finally gets an animal. That will be such a victorious day for him. Okay, everybody's got their assignments for the rest of the week. I hope everybody continues to stay sustainable and has a wonderful rest of your week. And I will talk to everybody again next time. Bye.